0: To today's show. Today is the 26th of October. It is a Monday. It's a big week in the U.S. We are changing faster than I don't even know what to say the speed of light. We are going through stock ups and today super down, COVID cases up, denial of both, acceptance of both polarizing world that we live in and yet it just feels like we're hearing the same things over and over again like this repetition and repetition is something that starts with us accepting it in ourselves and I thought gosh you know how do we get ourselves out of constantly repeating ourselves why do we keep looping As I really looked into it, I realized that repetition, it it helps our memory. It works because it helps our brain just like solidify what we know. And then we recall our memories. But we don't know we're in repetition from the beginning. We just think, oh, I'm going through this. Then we go through it again, and we go, oh, that's kind of funny. I've I've done this before. And the fact that we've done it before and it's in our memory actually makes us feel good because it's something we know as opposed to something we don't, which makes us uncomfortable. Even if we know the outcome may not get us where we are going, we will accept repeating ourselves. Because even think about it, when you're in school and you start learning anything, how do they teach you? They teach you through repetition, doing the same things over and over and over again. Do you remember writing the same sentence 20 times or practicing cursive, which they don't even teach anymore? But repetition is the mother of learning. So we, in our hearts, see repetition as a good thing because it is a good thing. But then when it yields us results that take away from us, it doesn't feel like such a good thing anymore. Now we're going, wait a minute, why do I keep doing this? Oh, well, if we can talk ourselves through it and saying things like, well, you know what? It does make me feel comfortable. I've always learned that if I, you know, kept doing something, I would get better at it. But wait a minute, negative begets negative and positive begets positive. Am I getting negative results from what I'm doing? Or is it positive? And, you know, at any given point in our lives, we can fall into a pattern of repetition. It it just happened to me because I'm taking care of someone very ill right now. And I was going to announce this at the end of the show, but I I have to say now I cannot do the show for the rest of this week because it, it, it was a super hard day yesterday, super hard. And I had already written up the show and already put it on, And last night, I literally just cried until I slept. Honestly, I was so happy and relieved I could cry. Because along the way, I kept thinking and I was repeating myself over and over again, just trying to keep everything running so that they will continue running. And it's it's just so hard to come to a reality that you have to change who you are we have to change so that the situation can be what it needs to be and instead of doing what makes me comfortable which is cook and clean and take care of and go for a walk with them and and you know everything i could do to keep their days flowing to keep them happy and I know I know logically it's not in my hands it's in God's hands I know logically that I can only assist but something deeper inside of me is a fixer and I wanted to fix and I wanted to fix and I wanted to fix and last week I started, prior to last week, I started feeling anxiety, which I very rarely feel. I really don't have a fear of the future in my world. But I was scared that, oh, my God, what if this happens? What if that happens? And I was holding my breath and repeating myself, thinking that that repetition of what I did every day, was giving me comfort. But what it really did was it held me as a prisoner of myself because I couldn't see past what I feared most and what I fear most. And somewhere in there, I was writing and I was told there is no clock. And I thought, how interesting, no clock. Took me a few days to absorb it. And then another day later, I'm writing again. And as I'm still trying to absorb no clock, I got and no conclusions. And I just couldn't get past the no clock, let alone understand no conclusions. But I was concluding that whatever happened was going to scare me to death. Also, living on a clock, holding my breath until things got better, which wasn't in my hands, but I was doing my damnedest to make it happen and continue to do so. And after a few months of feeling that anxiety, and it was getting more and more every day where I would just be sitting at my desk and I would feel my heart racing. And at first I couldn't identify why. And I realized that I'm holding my breath. And the only way I could keep myself sane is to stay in a repetitive cycle because it does give you so much comfort. Even if you don't like the result, it does. It takes a lot of discomfort in the beginning to break what we normally do. That's why they say it takes a habit about two months, because once it works its way into the fabric of your life, that's when you know you can beat it. So this has been going on. for about a year and a couple of months now from the onset of hearing a doctor say if you don't do this you've got 2 weeks which you always feel like you'll never hear but that actually happens and i remember hearing that and i'm in the hospital room and you know when they in the movies where they somebody has to pull up a chair i actually had to pull up a chair and sit my body down because There's something about life and death that just reverberates us. I thought to myself, geez, the other day, how do I break this cycle of repetition? This is a hard one. I can say, all right, I'm going to not eat chocolate cake all day, or I'm... I'm not going to just exercise all day because I need to do other things. I'm not going to just sit at my desk all day because I need to do other things. I need to balance my world, my life. But once we get to where we believe we're going to save someone, that's a big one to take on because ultimately it's not in our hands. Even when we want it to be. So, just living with no clock doesn't matter what day it is, it doesn't matter what time it is, it just matters that I take a deep breath. I remind myself that I can go to that place of comfort, but ultimately it doesn't help me. I remind myself that it already didn't work, that I keep doing that over and over again. And I remind myself that that is the tool I used, repetition, to partially run away into a safe place because what I was seeing was that scary to me. Because repetition is like this key learning piece of, I want to say, structure that we attach to. And at first, it's like subconscious. We don't realize we're doing it. And then after a while, we're like, why do I keep doing this over and over again? And then we become conscious of it. Once we become conscious of it, It's like God is ringing a bell and saying, hey, down there, you know what? You are learning the lesson and you just finished. Because look, you can see it, And right? When we see a lesson, we are done with the lesson. We're done with it. So the ability to connect with ourselves enough to say if I'm thinking about why I'm doing this over and over again, if I'm thinking about it, I am ready to grow past it. If that could just be your sign. Because what we do is we believe that more Is better. And that kind of goes into the things that we don't like about what we do: that more is better. The more I clean, the more I cook, the more I do should result in a better outcome. Even though we know that we just bought a day. And the longer we keep delving into repeating ourselves, we are just buying time until we get to facing ourselves. It's been a a truly numbing experience in some ways because numbness just kind of holds us in place until we can face what we're facing. Pushing the repeat button, I started asking God, what can I do for me to feel better about what I'm going through because all I'm focused on, and this is where the imbalance hit, was what they are going through. And the holding my breath was putting me on hold from taking care of myself until I took care of them. And I didn't accept this illness is not going to go away. I was in a fight for it to go away. And it is not in my hands. It's not my illness. It's not my lesson. It's not what I'm supposed to learn. It's what they are learning. I'm just the support team. My job is to love them, not fix them. But I was exactly what I wrote, doing the same thing in a more controlled way, hoping it will give me what I believe I wanted. It's amazing how small we allow our circles of thoughts to be then we try to quietly just find a, a repetitive spot so that we at least know what to expect from ourselves. Instead of just, and I was doing it, I thought, loving and providing that support every day. Because I found out from the person two days ago, which stuck in my mind and made me want to do this show Three or four times, just like a repetition, was they said to me, I knew you were suffering. You were like anticipatory grieving on me. And I did not know how to help you. So not only was my repetitive cycle a detriment to me, it even forced the person who I was helping, granted, you know, they're eating well and everything's taken care of around them, but I can't control my emotions and my fears when I'm seeing something like this. And I'm generally a fearless person. So I kept asking myself, well, why am I so scared now? I remember with my parents, I was scared on the onset of finding out But they died quite quickly, and there was no stages to go through. And I also had to tell myself in my head that this isn't mine. This isn't my bridge to cross. My bridge to cross is to see something extremely uncomfortable and trust that God knows what he's doing. Thing but very scary feeling. Even with everything I know. We all get challenges of something we haven't learned yet. When we broke the cycles of repetition in our lives prior to the experience that we had. Because if we're just repeating, let's say somebody drinks and every time there's a problem, they drink their way through it or they vacation their way through it or they exercise their way through it. And this came at a time when there is COVID and our area, at least, was quite restricted for a long time and some areas still so in cases are growing in our areas. So we're home. I have nothing in front of me but facing this. And so God puts in front of us a bigger and bigger challenge every time so that the skills we use to take care of the smaller things that got us to today, one of the fantastic examples of breaking repetition It still takes a while because first you have to build the repetition in, the repetitive cycle, which is what I did. And then you have to go from the subconscious of why you did that to now you're conscious of it. So you obviously have to take a look at what you're doing. And then once you look at what you're doing, you're a human being. So you have to go through what you have to go through. As I've talked about this along the way, and initially, you know, I had to take some time off to go on doctor's appointments and doing all of that, and and we have one tomorrow as well. Um, It becomes clear. It becomes clear our roles and doing the best in the role we are in and not trying to be God not trying to fix everything. I thought that I wasn't doing that because I was doing my best every day. But my best was repetitive, and it was super hard when I saw that because I honestly didn't have a a second go-to past the repetition. I was, you know even starting to expect the anxiety that came with the repetition. As crazy as that sounds. I made room for it. I would talk back to it. I would say things like, God, I just want what you want, and it would subside, and I'd make it through another day. But the missing part of my repetitive cycle was that I did not inject my thoughts, my real feelings in there. That felt so weird to feel. I kept feeling scared I was going to lose this person. And I honestly could not see the day after. That was my fear. And I had to say it out loud to them. And the trick was, you know how I always say, energy precedes words. They already knew and could see what I was doing. Didn't know how to process it either. Once I said it, out loud, calm. And I've had that calm ever since. And then the no clock came in. And so yesterday, instead of incorporating my repetition into this mix, I did break that cycle over this last week. But yesterday... I finally took a deep breath. God, that feels good. I, I just don't know if I did that in the last year. And you don't see it until you need to see it. And no matter what we know, it'll never be easy to watch someone fight for their life and then decline. It's not easy. We want to make each other comfortable. We want to help each other. But the truth was, yes, I was helping, but I was hurting myself. Enough for the person that I was helping to notice that I was hurting myself. What would be an example of that? I was so in my structure when I would get up to make lunch for everybody to make sure everybody's eating right because there's so many dietary restrictions when illness appears. I would be exhausted after I was done with that and the dishes and I don't eat that same food. And uh, I just wouldn't eat because I would be too tired by then to prepare something for myself. And a few days of that, and then a few weeks of that, and then a few months of that, I lost five full pounds that I just couldn't afford to lose. And they're gone. I haven't even gotten them back yet, even though I'm making myself eat more now or making myself actually eat. Because I was that deep into holding my breath till things got better until things went back to the way they were. And we do that with everything until we get a job, until our kids grow up, until our partner is better, nicer, clearer, communicates. We hold our breath. So to look at repetition is once you see that, oh, my God, I'm doing this again. Oh, I already know how to do this. I've done it a lot. Ask yourself if the outcome of what you're doing is what you are doing this for. Imagine that question. Since I've done this so many times, Is what I am doing this for allowed to happen if I continue to do it this way? Because that's truly not only taking it from the subconscious to the conscious. It's giving you a bridge. A bridge to walk on and get to the other side of instead of go to the middle and then go back to the beginning. Go to the middle and then go back to the beginning, and there's your loop right there. Yeah, I'm doing this. And you're starting on day one, and you're going for it. And then you're like, oh, wait, this is where I usually stop. Don't know what to do after this point. Let me go back. And then you go back. To the beginning and start again and it gives you a fresh start that's why when I meet people who are constantly starting constantly dating someone new constantly starting new jobs constantly repetitively apologizing to their kids for what they've said or done to them and I say what are you not seeing and I didn't see it sneak up on me taking care of someone who needed and needs, continues to need help. Because this, in my mind, wasn't me. It was them. It was me taking care of them, me making sure they were comfortable. But we cannot give what we don't have. So when I started to deplete, I started feeling like I can't do that. I'm just busy all day. But that deep breath, that feeling of contentment that, hey, this isn't in my control. I want it to be. Anybody would want it to be. But it's not in my control. I want it, but it's not mine to decide. And, God, I always say I want what you want, but I have to take it a step further with this because I think what you want scares me to death. And if it keeps scaring me, I'm going to keep running in circles. So what I really want to face is not being scared. And I always say take the worst case scenario and walk through it. And I made myself do that. It wasn't easy. But I have to. Because the circle of life will keep spinning. How I want to spin with it is in my hands. The key to breaking the repetitious cycle is when it goes from the subconscious to the conscious mind, you know you have already learned your lesson. Ask yourself what that is so that you can grow on to the next step of getting the outcome that you need, and that's your own inner peace. You guys, I did want to remind you, I will not be here for the rest of the week. I'll keep you posted by the weekend, um, about next week. I love you guys very much, and I will see you soon. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the I Dig Your Soul podcast. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.